Hey guys, we're stepping outside the giraffe house here. Take note that depending on the season, the giraffes may be hanging out in their indoor exhibit, uh, where you might want to listen to this part, or they may be hanging out in their outdoor exhibit, where I'm recording this part. The giraffe exhibit is the first one that I really want to comment on uh, the quality of its design, uh, but we'll get to that in just a sec, because the giraffe's scientific name, Giraffa camelopardus tipplescurchi, for the Maasai giraffe that they have here at the Louisville Zoo, um, has an interesting history to it. Giraffes used to be known as camel leopards due to their somewhat camel-like appearance and leopard-like patterns. They are, of course, the tallest land animal that is currently alive. Uh, their nine subspecies are based on the pattern of spots that they have. The pattern here at the Louisville Zoo is, as I've said, the Maasai giraffe, um, and its subspecies name is Tipplescurchi. Giraffes are able to distinguish each other by these markings, and they will not interbreed between different markings, which is very interesting. Because they can interbreed with giraffes of other patterns, but actively choose not to. Giraffes, astonishingly, have the same number of bones in their neck as people do. What this, of course, means is that those bones are truly enormous compared to the ones that we have. Because of this, their necks are just about as flexible as ours are, so think you can turn your head to the side and just about touch it to your shoulder if you're pretty flexible. You can move it forward and back, but you're not getting a ton of range of motion. Now imagine if your neck was six feet long, but you still have that exact same range of motion, and you'll be in the mindset of a giraffe. In order for them to take a drink from this beautiful pond in front of me, they have to splay their front legs out in a wide angle and lower their head down. Now, in addition to having to go to all that effort just to get their head to the water, they also have a specialized series of valves in their neck that stops blood from rushing to their head. If you've ever tried to do a handstand before, you know what I mean. Because they have such an enormous volume of blood, these valves keep the giraffe's head from being filled with blood every time it reaches down to get some water. Obviously, the giraffes find this inconvenient, and so we have seen at times the zoo set up hoses that are spraying into the air on particularly hot days, and the giraffes will just stand next to the hose and uh, lick the water out of the air. To them, it must be more efficient than bending all the way down just to get a drink of water. I've been asked by the zoo to note that, yes, there are a lot of Canadian geese. Uh, they like to frequent all the different ponds in the zoo. Uh, please do not feed the geese or try to interact with them at all. Uh, they, of course, are locals, so they're welcome uh, to come in and out of the zoo as they please. Uh, but we try not to let them get too invested in their time here. Looking at the fence line here, it seems as though the giraffes think the grass is greener on one side than the other. Uh, you can see off to the left that the pine trees have been picked clean as far as the giraffes were able to reach. Which I find amusing because of course they have plenty of food given to them, but of course they're still going to graze on the food which is available. They pick branches clean using their bright blue prehensile tongues. Their exhibit design is also cleverly disguised with the uh, cleverly disguises the edge of the enclosure with perspective tricks. 
The nearer end has what seems to be a relatively shallow pond that rapidly deepens, providing a natural feel to the barrier, while in the distance the pride rock-like structure looms with its accompanying lions. This exhibit also houses several African bird species, which we'll touch on when we reach the other side of the exhibit. Although older, this exhibit is quite immersive and makes me feel as though I'm gazing out onto the African savanna, and it's one of my favorites. Next up, we're going to go see the bongos.